we're back with another episode. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed during the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent any specific employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to educate and inform. This podcast series does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. It's the Face Off. It's the Face Off. Spread love, spread light. We are here to entertain you. That's what we give a disclaimer at the beginning of our podcast. Boom, baby. We're here to educate and inform with entertainment. Yeah. That is it. If someone offered you free plastic surgery, would you take it? Free plastic surgery? Yeah. Mm, No, I don't think I want to surgically alter anything on my body. That's so nice. I just, I don't like the idea of surgery, period. So, yeah, no, I don't think I would do it. I'd be like, can I just get the money? <laughs> yeah, I just take the money. I don't think I would want to take, take the money else. and run. Yeah, what would you do? Everything. Oh, you've already wanted plexus surgery anyway. Yeah, so. you know that is true. I don't want Instagram face, but I want to get as close to Instagram face as I can with still looking like myself. You want to alter your face? Yeah, why not? Oh, I want to okay. look like, but like, you're not even thirty. Why? Why do you want to alter that already? I don't know. It's something deep rooted and wrong, but. It's because you can watch the Kardashians all the time. That's Probably. part of the problem. But I just watched this show with Nicole Kidman, and she her bot, her Botox is not aging well. It's well, because white women age horribly. Like, like. Well, because y'all don't have no melanin. Bread. Well, well, part of you will age horribly. The other part will still be fine. Yeah, but my nana looks pretty good. She's your I, your your grandmother does look really. I good. think we got. I think I have some good genes. Yeah. She also has had a lot of work done. Don't say that about your grandmother. Well, it's in a good way. But people, may, she maybe she didn't want the whole world to maybe. know that. I'll tell anybody. Oh. Well, I don't know. I guess people are still weird about getting work done. But she I'm doesn't like, look like she's had I any p- plastic surgery. That's how you and know the shit's good. And that she didn't go too far. Yeah. Which is great. You're not supposed to do anything below here. Anything no. crazy. No. And if you're going to tighten your face, do your neck too. Oh, yeah. Your neck should correspond with your face. I'd love to. And that's part of the like... problem. People always, they, their, face, their face looks 50 and their neck looks 95. Oh, never. So that's part of the problem. Anyway, how was your... Oh, we didn't welcome back. Oh, welcome back, y'all. Welcome We're back, back to another episode of The Face Off with us. Y'all with know us. who y'all came to see. It's Fleming, it's Fowler, it's Fleming and Fowler. Absolutely. Um, my week, you said... You asked me about my week? I did. Um, my week was great up until Thursday. I ended up getting food poisoning. <laughs> I don't I don't Ugh. know how I got that, y'all, because I cooked, and I know how to cook very well. Clearly, this is gourmet fat. Anyway... Um, I don't know what happened and how I could have possibly gotten food poisoning because I've been eating the same breakfast, lunch, dinner huh. all week. Cause you know, I can eat the same thing over and over. Where did over you again. buy your groceries from? Um, Costco and that's it. Costco. Cause I only get mm-hmm. produce from there. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I bought a couple of things from Walmart, but it's like dried food stuff. It's not like yeah. any produce or meat cause I don't eat meat, but, um, you think of all the like technological advances we made that. Food poisoning would be a thing of the past. Girl, I'm telling I literally was, and this is, I'm not going to be TMI, but I was legit in the bathroom for like every hour Blowing on the hour until up. like three in the morning. It was, I was so dehydrated. I was so weak. I could like barely move. And Aww. I just called my supervisor. I was like, 
I, there's no way I can come into work. There's no way. And I was going to yeah. try to muster it up because you know me. I'm like, bitch, that job will be there on Monday. Absolutely not. And I mm-hmm. just, because I, I didn't want to have to call in, but I couldn't, I, I, there was no way I was going to be able to really functionally do what I needed to do. You cannot do our job if you are running to the toilet. No, you can't. And I, I mean, to, I mean, and it still continued on Friday. That's crazy. But I had to muster up enough strength to go to, uh, to the store, to Walmart to get some Pedialyte because I was like, if I don't get some Gatorade or some Pedialyte and replace my electrolytes, it's going to be horrible for me. Aye, so, aye, aye. Yeah. How was your week? <laughs> Better than that. Yeah. It good. was fine. We powered through. I, for some reason at work, it seems like no one works Fridays anymore. Yeah, true. The office is a ghost town. Um, so I just took that as my cue to no longer work Fridays. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah I like that for you. Yeah. So I didn't work Friday. I went up to Dallas to see a friend. Shout out Megan. Hey, um, Megan. She's on our podcast. Friend of the pod. That's right. Yeah. So we had a good She's the one who's like, you're, Timmy, your mom's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> that's still one of my favorite lines of what she said on that Um, we went to Carbone, which is like, oh, have you ever been? No. What is that? Is that like a steakhouse or something? It is an Italian restaurant um, made famous by the Carbone in New York, but they are just famous for their spicy rigatoni pasta. Oh Mm. my God. Shit is delicious. I can't do spicy. Is it really? really, It's not really spicy. spicy It's not very spicy. It's probably like red pepper flake is the spice. Oh, that's not. It's fine. It's not very spicy. spicy. Yeah. Um, And it's just the one in Dallas is just vibey. It's like low light, Mm -hmm. 70s funk playing everything's candlelit i feel like dallas has way better restaurants and more to do like more like going out restaurants than san antonio yeah it's the la of texas yeah i agree it is to go out to be seen yeah san antonio does not give a shit what about houston does houston not have the same thing because i already have a lot of good places to eat houston does have a lot of good places houston is like the black version of dallas Mm, gotcha yeah but they have way more places than we do here yeah san antonio is like mom and pop true restaurant hole in the wall been in here for 60 years yeah you go here for this specific thing yeah dallas gets a new restaurant like every month really? and it's like this fan it's like instagrammy mm. everything's a vibe yeah. or you know so but That's it was cool. fun i if you have not gone to carbone just go what do you is that like a nationally like a they have a couple i know they have franchise uh i want to say new york la okay dallas i don't know where the other ones are Atlanta? I don't know. Probably. Maybe. Who knows? Atlanta has a lot. They have too many restaurants there. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Too I bet, many. dude. Yeah, it's it's too many places to go in Atlanta, which is why when I lived there, I didn't go out. Because there's too many places it's, to go? And everything is paying for parking. I'm not pay, You already know oh. how I feel about paying for parking. I'm, I refuse to pay for parking. Anywhere I go, I'm, like, I'm not doing it. That was the like best part about living in San Antonio is we never had to... There was never a paid park situation unless you were downtown, and now you're having to pay for parking. Yeah, I don't bullshit. go downtown. I, if, if you're going to invite me downtown anywhere in any city, I'm not going to go. Okay. Well, that's good to know. That's automatically going to mean pay for parking. Unless okay. you're coming to pick me up, then fine. You can pay whatever you want to pay. But I'm not personally paying from my bank account. Okay. Well, park. yeah. So that is what I did. I had fun. That drive to Dallas is just, it gets longer and longer. I don't i don't think people realize how big the state of Texas actually Texas is. Texas is the biggest shit in the world, like, and I hate it. I thought for sure going from the top to the bottom of Florida was like long. Cause it's how like, long does that take? Um, if you go from Tallahassee to Fort Lauderdale, it's only six hours. But if you go to Miami, then it's like seven, seven and a half. But, and it depends on where, where in Miami you're going. But, um traveling here in texas like you think on a map oh it's not really that big no it's texas big. is wide she's, as hell. she's girthy she really is like it's i was like oh how long does it take to get to, to mexico because one of my um one of my co-workers students 
she her stepmother just went to Mexico and brought us back some um, Mexican vanilla. If y'all have never oh, had Mexican vanilla, stuff. ooh, it's amazing. Literally, it's like a huge like sixteen ounce bottle or twenty ounce bottle. And um, but I wanted to go. I had, I've been telling Queen that I was like, oh, let's just drive to Mexico and get some. You know, let's just some drive vanilla. to Mexico. Are you on drugs? Because I'm like, oh, it's Texas. It's right no, in the back door. But it no, is not. yeah. Somebody said it was like six and uh, six. It's a and four a hour flight. No, it's not. It's probably like a three hour flight. Two and a half, three hours. Oh, I heard it was like a seven-hour drive to Mexico from San Antonio. Yeah, because you got to go to get to the valley. It's about three. Yeah. Another couple. Well, it depends how you're getting to Mexico. I'm not going by myself. If you're going the long way. Now. Yeah, it takes 12 hours to drive across Texas, like 12, 14 hours. Like the like if horizontally. You're driving, yeah, if you're driving one, the latitude. How about top to bottom? Top to bottom? Yeah. Vertical. I don't know. Let's see. That's a good Google Damn, search. That's crazy. Yeah, Texas is huge. I don't think people really realize that. Texas is really, really big. No. Yeah. No idea. It's okay. Who would want to do it is anyway? It, is it longer to get out of Texas than it is to like go from top to bottom to California? That I California don't know. Let's along. see. How long does it take? Huh? Why do you have your phone on your computer like that? I don't know. That messes up your processor. Really? I remember back in the day, if you used to have your phone next to your computer, your computer would be like. Okay, is it true that it's 12 to 14 hours to drive Damn. north to south California? Jesus. Top to bottom. Won't be doing that. Um, and eight hours from coast to coast. Texas is just too big, dude. Don't do it. When we yeah. used to have to go to Colorado, I don't drive it anymore because it's just ridiculous. Just to get out of the state takes you so long. Well, y'all state is boring, too. The state of Texas yeah, there's is boring to, to drive. Yeah, no. At least with, with Florida, you know you're going to hit... Like, going through Gainesville is boring. You're going to just see a bunch of gator shit, and then you get to Orlando. You're like, ooh, Mickey Mouse. And then, okay, you're at the end. But this here, going to Dallas, boring. Yeah. Boring. And there's always traffic. 35 is trash yeah. still. It's been under... I want to, was it 1604 or 35? Something just had a report and it was like 63 years of construction. 1604. 1604. Yep. Yo, 63 years. Get it the fuck together. That, who has that contract? I don't know. They're making I would have been though. on fire, y'all, because it should not that take is generational that long. wealth. That is, it should not take a whole human being's lifespan to, to straighten out some roads. But I think also, too, they just didn't think, they didn't take into consideration how big this city was going to actually get. Yeah. So, or the state, rather. All that to say, I did make it. I was safe. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Nothing Jesus. crazy. Um, Hallelujah. The fun part about driving through Texas, like in this time of the year, and it was like a Thursday night, mm -hmm. is like every hour you're just seeing a huge football stadium. It's just packed. Like it's just Texas football time. Y'all Texas football, like I don't know. I haven't been to a high school Texas football game yet. But I see that y'all have stadiums, like y'all high schools have stadiums, like college Oh, especially stadiums. like in and around Dallas. Yes. And in West Texas. Yup. Absolutely. I mean, Florida Big. football to me, I feel like is a whole nother beast in itself. Yeah. Like I love Florida football, but y'all high schools are much bigger. Yeah. Like huge. Y'all got a lot of money for sports. Football towns. Good. Yeah. They're well, all football towns. Well, speaking of football, did you hear what's going on with uh, Michael Orr? All right. Let's, I, talk yeah, about it. we, Okay. So Michael Orr, if y'all don't know, is a football player. He used to play for the Baltimore Ravens. Mm -hmm. And there was he's more notably known because of the movie The Blind Side, which you know, stars one of our favorite movies. Um, what's her name? 
Sandy Sandra Bullock. Bullock and not not Tim, Tim, McGraw. Tim McGraw. Y'all earlier she was like, you know, Billy Ray Cyrus. No, it's a, it's a white man with a guitar. It's the same guy. Billy Ray. <laughs> there's no way they would have cast Billy Ray Cyrus. He barely got cast as Miley's daddy. Oh yeah, he sucked as a yeah. as an actor. He sucks as an actor. But yeah, Tim McGraw. Uh, so yeah, so basically the Blind Side story is based off of the life, uh, allegedly based off or loosely based off the life of Michael Orr with Leanne and Sean Tui, um, who are these rich white people who own a bunch of Taco Bells, McDonald's bullshit, whatever, whatever, KFCs. Anywho, um, so in the news this past week, it came out that he's actually suing them because they allegedly have an illegal uh, conservatorship or they tricked him into a conservatorship. And he no, this boy did not know he was all. not adopted. Yeah. Which is insane. The whole yeah. story was that they adopted him. Right. Which like, you know, they took creative license in the movie. Like, True. you know, they had to change some things. Michael Beef Orr himself was like, mm-hmm. yeah, the movie was cool. But like, I, they, you know, portrayed me like I'd never played football before, which I did. They kind right. of made it seem like he was a dumbass, which he was not. Exactly. Um, But I didn't know that he wasn't adopted at all. That was the whole lovey-dovey story these freaking yeah. rich white people find this underprivileged and very athletic black boy mm-hmm. and they're like we're going to support you yeah in fact they did not they just they profited off of him Allegedly. they got him into this conservatorship he made no money off of that movie at all allegedly allegedly mm-hmm. I, I was shocked I, I would be pissed first of all you're gonna paint me out to be some dumb jock and then you're going to lie about it now and at least get paid for my likeness and image. And apparently he hasn't been able to profit off of his likeness and image since the movie came out. Because allegedly. they own his likeness and they image. Do. And that movie made $309 million. That's insane. It was one of the biggest movies of the 2000s. Seriously. And it won uh, Sandra Bullock her Oscar. I have that yeah. movie has been playing in the hospital since I've worked there. I love that movie. It's one of my favorite movies. I put it on for every demented patient I have. <laughs> I'm like, this won't piss you off. No, it's a great like story for all generations. Well, yeah. Yeah. it's a feel-good story now it's icky and dirty yeah. and y'all are all going after sandra bullock she did not do anything she did nothing like leave that woman on. alone she just lost her longtime partner even she if she als even if she didn't why are y'all bringing actors into a conversation a legal conversation when she's just playing a character and i think she played that character very well she man she made me believe that that's what this white lady ball. Like. i love god she wrong the dang ball bert she did great it's almost like um kind of a compliment that everyone's getting mad at her because she played the role so well people she, actually think that's her they do and i'm like y'all it need to wake not. up but you know what too i knew something was off with the twoies because remember i think it was like a year after a year or two after the blind side came out and there was a story that ended up happening um where they were at some fast food restaurant i think one of the ones that they owned and there was these two these two black young men and they were in there and the story alleged that they were in there like counting their change and didn't have enough for a burger and she brought them a burger and everything and so she took a picture with them and posted it online and the boys did an interview and was like that bitch lying we had our own money we was already eating what the hell like yeah you know all alleged but still and of course now that you look back like it is kind of weird it is it is weird that you like took this boy in and then seemingly forced him to go to your alma mater and that you pump mm-hmm. all this money into because he was such a good football player. Well, wasn't that a part of the movie though too? Like the NCAA apparently investigated, this is in the movie, the plot in the movie that, that they were basically 
forcing him to go to that school to what was it not Ole Miss was it Ole Miss yeah it was Ole Miss Ole Miss and he was just like no I'll go there because my family goes there and well blah, blah, blah. Sean Tui put a statement out the saying real Sean the Tui. real Sean Tui not Tim McGraw not Tim McGraw Tim McGraw kept his mouth shut he knows what's good for him or Billy Ray Cyrus and uh, <laughs> he basically said oh we had to do the conservatorship because for him to go to Ole Miss like he wanted he had to be a part of our family and we wanted this all to be on the up and up so we went through all the legal stuff and we um couldn't adopt him at the time but through the le- the conservatorship we were able to send him to Ole Miss and I'm like but did that, that sound did right. that mean that you he couldn't make any money off of this exactly. movie exactly I mean I don't think at the, I don't I don't think to give them the benefit of the doubt I don't think at the time that they did the conservatorship they knew that his life was going to go this way like they didn't know he was going to make it into the nfl and that he was going to mm-hmm. do great things and then they were going to do a story i'm quite sure they didn't do that but, but do you know that but i mean i don't i don't think you can predict that like i think you think oh he's a great player but can you predict that he's actually going to make it into the to the military into the nfl not unless you're paying the nfl on the back end allegedly. i know but it's just kind of it's fishy all around. It's fishy. Yeah. Well, you know, remember the one movie on Netflix? Um, oh gosh, who played the lead? The white blonde lady. Anyway, oh, um, I do care. White. Is it called I Do Care? Oh, uh, give me a second. I care a uh, lot. I and care Ernie, a lot. Rosamund Pike. Yes. So remember in that movie, she was doing the same thing with a lot of these elderly people and getting all these conservatorships mm-hmm. with them. And they and it was it brought out this whole point about how many people in this country, in the United States of America, actually have conservatorships yeah. on them. And especially a lot of people with disabilities, disabled children or children who are disabled, disabled adults and things that, of that nature, people with intellectual disabilities. There are so many parents or so many people that have conservatorships on them yeah. and they can't do anything about it. And it's just like damn somebody could just go and get a conservatorship on you and you have no control so y'all better act right like act, start acting a little funky and just can pull the papers out for any anybody with a parent at a long-term care facility please make sure you have all your paperwork together on them because you want to make sure that no one has signed your parent up your loved one your grandma yeah. your uncle up for a conservatorship when they don't need to be in one did you see the episode of below deck that's been airing because of all the two stuff no okay so they were on an episode do you know what below deck is yeah okay. on bravo yeah mm-hmm. below deck is a show about rich people who can afford to charter yachts we don't ever have to worry about that it's really now. just about the crew though yeah it's about yeah. the crew that works the chartered yachts yeah. but the two family was on one of these yachts and oh. of course they're like they're talking and stuff and they're yeah. talking about the blind side and the movie and the story mm-hmm. and they i from the clip i saw they didn't mention his name one time he didn't even do promo for that movie they were just talking about their story and how much they paid and how he had to wheel and deal to get it made and the dad all of this stuff and i was like the whole movie was about that boy yeah they're like the white saviors that came in and saved the troubled black boy but i also think too like you could tell something was fishy with the whole story because during the whole time during the press of this movie when they did interview leanne and sean tui the real leanne and sean tui Michael Orr was never a part. I never saw that man do a single interview about the blind Mm-mm. side. We, I saw them at the, like when he got drafted, they were all there. And that's like yeah. the last, I really saw them. Cause even there. like, um, I think for like most movies and stuff that they do where it's like autobiographical, like take for example, um, coach Carter, right. That was, uh, played by, 
uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Mm -hmm. At the very end of the movie, you like he actually gave an interview. The real Coach Carter actually gave an interview. There was a documentary done on him as well too that still shows him coaching now, and you can tell he was a part of the whole process of the story of him and his um, and his basketball team and whatnot. But it just seemed like with Michael Orr, it was like he was nowhere a part of this whole entire movie other than just using his likeness for it. Yeah. That's crazy. Wacky though. Pataki. Well, apparently they, or allegedly the, the, I guess the dad, uh, Sean Tui said that he, they're going to end their conservatorship. And I'm like, no, 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 no don't just end the conservatorship, but also you need to give him back pay of all the money that you made off of him, or at mm-hmm. least give him half or something like that, or take a percentage and give him the rest. But then did you hear the, consp- not conspiracy, but like apparently, allegedly Michael Orr just married a black woman. And that's why all the shit I is- did hear that. <laughs> I did. And she was like, uh, the math ain't math. The math ain't math. You ain't about to do that to my man. I know that's right, <laughs> black woman. I know that's right. Yeah. Hilarious. Insane. And then the SJ Tui, Sean Jr., yeah. he went and did an interview with uh, Barstool. Did you see that? No. Which, like, why? Why did you need to go and talk to Seriously. Barstool? What was he talking about? He was just like, I, man, this is, you know, he's going to, he basically said, Michael's going to feel however he feels, but that's not how we see it. And that's not how everything Of course, down. that's not how you see it because you're the white saviors in the story. And, you know, oh, if I had all this money, like, don't you think if I had all that money, I would put it in my email signature that I was a multimillionaire and da da da. da. No, because like, wealth is quiet. Sir. What, what did Buffy say from, um, the, the Real Housewife? No, 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 no. From the Real Housewife, I mean, uh, Married to Medicine, Buffy Purcell. She's a, um, her husband is like a psychiatrist and she is like very wealthy because of her investments and she used to work in the banking industry. Anyway, she huh. basically said, um, wealth is silent, but rich jingle jangles. Oh. And I was like, that makes perfect sense. Real G's moving silence like lasagna. Exa- Listen, have you, when's the last time you seen Warren Buffett at a Walmart? Never. I never seen it. You don't even know what kind of clothes he wears. Nope. He probably walking around with some white beaters on underneath his suits. You don't know. You don't know. Could be walking around with a Walmart suit on. Who knows? A Walmart suit. Um, I tell you, what who, is that? Faded Glory is that the Walmart brand? Yes. Mm-hmm. Nice. Faded Glory. They actually are coming up though. They look really. Listen, good. you can find some good stuff at Walmart. They look really, really good. Well, I'll tell you who else is looking still amazing as usual. Uh, did you see the new visuals for the Kiki Palmer and Usher video? Okay. One thing Miss <laughs> Kiki Palmer is going to do is get her bag. No matter she what's is. going on in her life. Yeah. Kiki Palmer stays with a job. She rolls with the punches. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Kiki Palmer is in Usher's new music video. Is it called Boyfriend? Boyfriend, yeah. Wait, is it not their song together? Is she? Does she sing it? Or I, is she? I heard a woman's voice in there. I think that's her singing. Huh. Well, she's definitely in the video. Yeah. Walking around. Which I love that. And this is on the back of her breaking up with her baby daddy, who allegedly. she was dating allegedly because mm-hmm. she was, according to him, dressed inappropriately. And she's a mom. And a mom at the mm-hmm. Usher concert. Right. We it's poetic justice. I love to see it. I just love the pettiness of the entertainment industry because you don't know what's real and what's not fake. And apparently, like people were making all these assumptions about him, and then he finally tweeted and was like, "Yeah, y'all are weird. Like I've never talked to anybody and told anybody anything. So all these blogs that they're talking about are fake." And I'm like, "Well, the way Kiki Palmer's moving, it doesn't seem like they're lying." <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying you're lying. I'm not saying she's lying. But I'm just saying it's a good story. Call a spade a spade. Hey, listen, call a thing a thing, baby. Yeah, no, I loved it. I uh, like you. That was perfect. I just feel like there are some people who know how to troll the internet right back. Like yeah. um, Lil Nas X was one of them. True. Kiki Palmer does the same thing. And Absolutely. I love it. She's like, oh, well, y'all want to talk all this shit about me? Not shit, but just like yeah. you know, just make me the center of attention. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna use it, and I'm gonna 
play on those words right back. Well, because I think, too, Kiki Palmer has been in the industry long enough and been scrutinized long enough to know how to navigate in and out of this industry. And I think she's learned and, and mastered the art of shutting up. Because she hasn't confirmed that they've broken up. She hasn't confirmed or denied anything. She just keeps, all you keep seeing Kiki Palmer do is work. That's it. And I love that for her. She's going to get those clicks. She really is. Uh, i tell you who else is getting some clicks. Um, Ron DeSantis. So, <laughs> you know how we keep talking about, and only be, the only reason why we bring up Ron DeSantis is because, of, unfortunately, he's... He's your favorite beca- politician. He's definitely not. But he's becoming an unfortunate thorn in the side of the United States because he's becoming a catalyst for a lot of the bullshit that's that's taking place right now. And um, in Florida recently, he actually suspended the um, district attorney for the Orlando area, and who's a black woman, and she's actually an elected official. And apparently she was on a press conference. Allegedly, she called him a weak dictator. Well, he got his little small dick you in a bunch. You think she was like, weak dick? Tater. That's why he got so pissed off. Probably. That's how I would say it. Yeah. And so he suspended her. And I'm like, how do you suspend an elected official if she wasn't doing anything Isn't like that called freedom egregious? of speech? It, it it literally freedom of speech. She can call you a bitch if she wanted to. She probably has them in quiet places, but whatever. And then um he's doing just all of these crazy things. And I'm like, the people in the state of Florida, unfortunately, are the people who did not vote for him in the state of Florida are actually suffering as a result of it. Um, it means they're having supply chain issues and all that other kind of stuff. People mm-hmm. are like, especially with the migrant situation that he did, um, basically trying to get rid of all, quote unquote, illegal immigrants. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, all, aren't all the farms fucked up? Now? They are. Yeah. Because, you know, immigrants take people's jobs, you know, because the they want to be in the hot sun at 107 degree weather, it's picking, you know, uh, fruit and vegetables and things of that nature. So, yeah. And being, you know, doing construction in hot ass weather, because those are the jobs that they're stealing. I'm like, y'all are dumb. Like, I, I would never. First of all, migrant workers are literally the backbone of this entire country. Mm-hmm. And if anybody dares to debate me on that, you can go to hell because you cannot convince me otherwise. Like this world does not run without migrant workers, without undocumented uh, humans. Okay, it just does. It, it does not. It does not run without them. So you know, because nobody else wants to do those They're handing out those flyers at the border now, like at the New York border. No, they're like, here are the states you need to go to because New York is so overwhelmed. Really? Yeah. Why is New York overwhelmed? Where are people coming from? From New York? Great question. Don't know. Ain't nothing up there to migrate to. Where you going? <laughs> I don't. New York has a border. Yeah, well, Ellis Island, that's where all the immigrants go. But I'm saying, where, but where are they coming from? What kind, what kind of migrants are these? And is migrant the right word? Is immigrants offensive? Immigrant. What does migrant? It mean? Oh God, I know the difference. So I don't know why people are looking at me right now. Yeah. Um, they're asylum seekers. But where are they seeking asylum from? That's what I'm saying. Like, what what's near New York? Like, you can understand, like, Mexico to Texas, Arizona area, Cuba to Florida, stuff like that. But where the Venezuela. hell is... Venezuela. That's where we're getting a lot of them. Venezuela? Okay, mm-hmm. if I were in a geography class, <laughs> Venezuela is technically at the South in South America. America, which is below North America, but uh-huh. it's proving that the world is now round because then it rounds back up. Am I right or am I wrong? Y'all let us know in the comments. <laughs> I don't know. This Because the earth is not flat. There's got to be a reason, and I'm sure this Yahoo News article will tell me all about it. <laughs> you can read very fast. Um... 
She embarked on the Danish journey to the U.S. herself, traveling the Darien Gap that connects Colombia to Panama, then multiple countries, including Nicaragua, Honduras, by foot. She stopped for a few weeks since arriving in New York. How the fuck does that work? Like, wait, wait, what? So, te- because the world, because the Earth is round, so technically the bottom of South America. No, but you gotta hit Canada. Because Canada's on top of us, right? <laughs> Canada is on top. Are so they just, are they just going up the side? But there's so many other places to hit. Yeah, and why would y'all migrate to New York? It's expensive there. I will literally cut this if we sound stupid, but we need to figure this out now. <laughs> no, I think we need to keep it because I'm, I'm quite sure everybody else is thinking the same thing. <laughs> um, Listen, you don't come here for geography facts, okay? We are not geographists. A com- what? what? Ge- Where are the New York migrants coming from? Did okay. I just say geographists? Yep. <laughs> A large number of migrants have also been coming from Africa. Geologists. I know the right word. Jesus. Why do so many immigrants go to New York? Immigrants have come to New York for many years to escape persecution. Da, 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 da. Well, Is there like a huge like uh, asylum that's there? Or like a huge like refugee camp or something Dominican like Republic, China, Mexico, Jamaica, India. Well, a lot of Jamaicans do go to New York. Yes, absolutely. But they go to South Florida as well, too. Who has the largest? Okay, I need to know. But it's easy for people to come from Jamaica and from the Caribbean because Florida's right there. Why do people? I love how we're doing research live right now. New York specifically. We'll cut this. What to know about the migrant crisis? I'm sorry that we're learned individuals. Okay. Many arrivals to New York City last year were Venezuelans who had entered through the southern border of New York. More than 70 million refugees and migrants have left. Um, how the fuck do they get to New York? Are we stupid? That's what I, like, you can't, okay, on a map. Let's do that. It says, after crossing the southern border, thousands have made their way to New York with the help of officials in Texas. Greg Abbott has sent thousands in a campaign to provoke outrage and force the federal government to tighten the border security. So are we just shipping them all up there? Well, yeah, they're trafficking. Uh, Greg Abbott allegedly is trafficking people, uh, migrants, to uh, from, this, from the borders of Texas up. Upward, because remember they sent he sent them to Kamala Harris's house. Uh-huh. This summer, dozens of men, many from Africa, slept on the sidewalk outside the intake center. That's that. This doesn't make any sense. I'm trying to look at it on a map. Okay, because yeah, okay, on this map, <laughs> <laughs> on this specific map of the world that okay, I'm looking at, in comparison to, and, and this is a uh, this is Google whatever. Okay, New York is here. Venezuela is way down there. So you've already passed Florida in order to get to New York. That's so why I'm the saying. fuck are you why going are to New all York? These people cut like they must be sending them there. It ain't that much of a damn sphere. All I is heard that you, Wheezy? No, it's gotta be something else. Oh, maybe it is me. That's you. Wheezing. Huh. Jeez. Interesting. Well, all I know is that a lot of people are seeking asylum in New York and they were handing out, th- I some heard somewhere that they were handing out flyers like, please consider migrating or immigrating to these places because we cannot, Yeah, we don't have the don't infrastructure, have the, capacity. the capacity, the money, everything's backed up. Well, I think people are getting really shocked because they hear of the 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 old reputation of, of the United States of America, which I don't think, well, I think America is guilty of, of portraying that they are amazing. But people get here and they're just like, this is not the free America. I thought this shit no. was. And we're like, have you not seen us on TikTok talking about how we're trying to get out of here? Like, it's not the place that you think it is. It's really not. It's, it's I'm a struggle. I'm sure it's better than where they're coming from. I mean, government-wise, as far as your freedom of, of the press, freedom of speech, sure. Yeah. 
But as far as resources, no. Yeah. That's why we're in trillions of dollars in debt at this point because we, you know, uh, import so much. I mean, uh, export so much shit. I mean, import. You know what I mean? What the fuck were we talking about? Uh, how we're not geologists. <laughs> that's what we're I know. About. That's right. Yes. Yeah. I. Migrants going to New York from Venezuela. Yeah. That's like one of the worst places to go. I feel it's so expensive there. You're migrating to the most it expensive is. place. Yeah. If you go to Florida or or New York, to me, they're both crazy expensive places. I would just assume, as much as though, that with all the crazy shit going on in Texas, it's probably easier to immigrate there. I agree. Yeah. The borders are not seen. as probably as secure. I need to do some immigration research. Because that's why they keep trying to secure the borders, you know, and all yeah. that bullshit. But yeah, it's crazy. Um, I'll tell you what else is going on with some borders and bullshit, especially in the government. Borders and bullshit. Um, that's going to be the name of this episode. Borders and bullshit. Uh, Maui. We got to keep talking about uh, My Maui. My God. Prayer Maui, truly, Hawaii. Y'all donate if you can. The fires in Maui are insane. Okay, well, we, we want to talk about more so the conspiracy theories and kind of the stories oh, yeah. that keep okay, coming well, out. Oh, yeah, just fuck so we, me and all my thoughts and no, prayers. No, 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 go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, we're definitely, no, go ahead with your thoughts and prayers. No, go ahead, because that's important. <laughs> no, truly, that shit is insane. It I've is. been thinking about it a lot because I've been thinking about, like, how quick fires are and how devastating mm-hmm. and you just have no time. And then all these reports are coming out now about the people who are trying to rescue their, f- the fire went over the water. Yeah. Like, people were running out into the ocean to get away and the fire just, boom, right on top of the surface of the water shit is insane and it looks like post-apocalyptic all the pictures Mm -hmm. it really does um but yeah i would love to hear about a conspiracy tell me what you're thinking this is the conspiracy part that i'm that i'm kind of going with so at this point in time what makes it weird to me is that when you look at some of these pictures you know you you say it's a wildfire right and i think there's been wildfires in florida there's been wildfires here in texas Mm -hmm. there's been wildfires everywhere right and so the what the typical look of a wildfire is just everything is engulfed right but the way that these pictures are coming out of maui it's like all the celebrity million dollar homes have all been preserved even though they're on the same island okay number two you have all these cars and houses that are like burnt to a crisp, then the, but then the trees are not burnt to a crisp. And then the road still looks the same. And I'm like, that's kind of weird. Then also too, now that's the- suspicious. That's suspicious. That's weird. And I think it's, is it the governor of Hawaii? Some elected official in Hawaii. He's already, they were talking about, oh, well, you know, what what do you guys do now? He was like, well, we're already looking into plans to try to take over this land to, you know, develop it into something. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're trying to, there was, to me, that seems like there was already something going on. Cause I'm like, why would you be, why would you as the government be trying to take over this land from the residents who already own the land or are working on owning the land. Then you have Joe Biden who's like, oh, we're going to pay the citizens that were affected in Maui $700, a one-time payment. Nothing. Like these people got mortgages and own also, literally Hawaii land. Also, is one of the most expensive places to live. Yes. And you're talking about, but then you, you, it's amazing how we're sending $40 billion to Ukraine, but you're sending $700 a one-time payment to Maui residents when last time I checked, ain't Hawaii, United States, nope. Arkansas, Alaska. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Borders and bullshit, people. Borders and bullshit. Hawaii is such a special place. It's beautiful. Home to such special people who don't That's want you to come in. The- you heard us all, right? Yes, definitely, Michael. My, my- neighbor. Back to Maui. Um, beautiful people. Beautiful <laughs> yes. place. I saw something that was like, 
do not let these out-of-state developers come in and buy up all this land no. now that it's been destroyed. Like, this is for the people of Hawaii. Yeah. Also, tone deaf Seriously. to the celebrities who are still out there on summer vacation taking pictures in Hawaii. Read the room. Yeah, it, it's just, it's unfortunate and it's sad because you're using a devastation that allegedly, according to Reddit, allegedly, was orchestrated by the U.S. government to get rid of this <laughs> land to, to create these 15-minute cities or whatever. I can go down a whole rabbit hole on that, but I won't. 15-minute cities? There's like these 15-minute cities that they have that are like, they're trying to push everybody into this one particular area where pretty much it takes you 15 minutes to get around and all the other kind of stuff, mm. but it's like trying to put people on top of each other. That's why the rent, mortgages, and all that oh. kind of stuff are going up. And so, But they're trying to basically have premier land that's going to be for the rich and the wealthy. But I'm just like, ah, I see. you couldn't find nowhere else in the world to do all that? Wasn't Hawaii already for the rich and the wealthy? Like, you, people there live very, very bare bones, or you're rich and you can afford to yeah. live nicely. There, there is no middle class there. No. You're either rich or you're poor, Yeah, unfortunately. When I was there, milk was $7 a gallon, which is probably more typical now because yeah. of inflation. So I can't it's even imagine crazy. what it is over there. Yeah, it's crazy. My best friend's brother was stationed there for the military, and... Like literally, up. I mean, a box of cereals like nine dollars. Insane. It's because the ex, you know, the importing, and I'm just yeah. like, but it's the United States, but you know, supply and demand. Boats, I guess the ships. It's crazy. It's absolutely. But I, I just feel so bad for those people because you're trying to capitalize on an opportunity. You know, on on you're trying to capitalize on devastation, and that should never be your goal because no. that shit's gonna come back on you. Like, and I'm sorry, Maui. And a lot of different places in in Hawaii, that's like sacred indigenous land. Yeah. And you play with the ancestors if you want to. You go ahead and build your million dollar house. I bet you that shit will fall in a year. I'm just like you're taking a selfie in the water. These people are literally digging through rubble, pulling up bones right. of their loved ones, homeless in in a few hours. <laughs> like, come on. And I'm not saying you can't be like. Obviously, you can't control when you're there or what's going on. But like, I don't know. Don't flaunt it. You can do a later gram. Yeah. It's very simple to do a Love a later gram. I don't know. Go help. Volunteer time. I don't know. Exactly. But don't don't flash and flaunt in front of people who are already devastated, especially like right now. Shit is crazy. Um, Well, I'll tell you who else is, who hopefully they won't be devastated. But speaking of, you know, the rich and the famous, uh, specifically in like California. You remember Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous, the show? With Robin Leach. I I love that show. I used to love that show. Well, uh, we may get some more video footage. I hope not, but... Um, in California this week, uh, they're actually, or today rather, they're actually anticipating a hurricane, a category one hurricane that's supposed to make Do landfall. Do you remember when Katrina came and everyone was like, God is trying to wipe New Orleans off the map? Yes, I do remember that. Does that not feel like what the fuck is going on in California? Listen, they cannot catch a break. Remember they had, did they have snow last year or this year? Did that just They ha- did. They had yeah. snow. Yeah. They're having this this first like tropical storm to hit them or first hurricane in like yeah. 80 years. Yeah, I think the, the last one was 1938 or they something have, like they that. They had an earthquake today. Yes. Y'all yeah. need to uh, atone. Straighten up, saints. Are you going to hell? <laughs> something. Y'all get your beads out, it's your crazy. smudge sticks, start saging the place. Well, I mean, it's just the Bible coming to fruition. I mean, you know, earthquakes and dives places, you know, it's, it's Listen, crazy. Yeah, like I mean, they haven't. They, the fact that California has, in recorded history, has only had two types of uh, storms like this before. It was once in like eighteen eighty something. It was like a Category Four that hit, and then in nineteen thirty eight, it was a tropical storm, and then now it's twenty twenty three, and y'all just now need getting to see what was storm. going on in nineteen thirty eight, like what the Slavery. vibe was. See, nothing good. <laughs> Trying to wipe it away. No, I would just like it said once for this episode here in this house. 
we serve the Lord. That's right. So absolutely let's just, that's do. a blanket statement. We absolutely serve the Lord. Would not like to get wiped off. No, we don't play with Jesus. Listen, Please, I mean, I'm from you. Florida and we've, I've experienced enough hurricanes to know. I just hope that people are prepared. Here's what I do want to tell people out there. If you ever encounter a hurricane, stop going to the grocery store and buying a bunch of meat. Okay. You need to buy non-perishable oh, yeah. stuff because you buying chicken and fish and steak and all that. Like you're, first of all, you need some, pl- when your power goes out, not if, when your power goes out, you are not going to more than likely probably have a generator. I mean, if you do, great. But if that's your generator is going to take up all your gas if you, all you're doing is powering a goddamn refrigerator and a freezer. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't have a even if you have a cooler, at some point in time, the ice is going to melt. So stop buying all these steaks and shit. So and ribs. as a hurricane vet, yeah, what is your go-to grocery list? My go-to grocery list is well, you talking about food or like supplies? Uh, let's go food. Okay, food. You can't go wrong with little Debbie. Little Debbie's gonna save your life. We love a snack over here. Oh wait, chippies! You're never gonna go wrong with chippies, okay? Water. What you are gonna get during this hurricane is diabetes. Diabetes, absolutely. And you're gonna go. You're gonna get obese, and it's fine because it's, it's fine. just for the hurricane. Because you'll be alive. And you need to sit your ass down. You don't do a whole lot of moving during a hurricane. You just sit down and relax. Can't all these vegan people that are just gonna be like, what? Oh, they're gonna be screwed because you can't. You can't get hummus. You can't do none of that shit. You can't get hummus in a Listen, hurricane. Peanuts are great. You need a can opener, but you also need canned canned goods as well. You know those little um Vienna sausages? No, well yeah, those two. They, ugh, God, mm. I used to eat so many of those when I was a kid. But you know the little candle things that you uh the little candle warmers that yeah. you heat up. Those That's are the what that you, you have need. to use for your food. Yes. Oh lord. I mean, you can barbecue whatever you want to. Charcoals, like they people be getting all these fancy gas things. No, no, no. Get you some simple charcoal, huh. so that way you can get a little twenty five thirty dollar grill and have at it. And you, meet, you may need to boil your water if y'all going to boil notices. Okay. But definitely Little Debbie uh, peanut butter and jelly. Because jelly you can actually leave out. You don't have to necessarily refrigerate to a degree. Okay. but um, And peanut butter you don't have to refrigerate either. But definitely bread. Um, no sandwich meat, nothing like that. Because again, you got to think about stuff that you can't keep cold. So This is your hurricane survival guide. Absolutely. But I'm telling you, Little Debbie and chips, you ain't going to go wrong with that. Candy, you know, you got to keep your energy up. So Protein, basically, my diet's safe. Yes, what you eat now? Cause yeah, you uh, except for Nobu, you can't you can't Damn get no Nobu. There's no Nobu in a hurricane. <laughs> no, We're screwed. Definitely not. What do you? Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, I would. My M and M's are good. Yep. On my chips. Your little I got a sour lot of patch Pringles, kids. Sour Patch Kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. my Dino Nuggets are out, but it's okay. Yeah, you can't have Dino Nuggets. No. I'm a ramen girl through and through. You can do ramen. I can do ramen. Yeah. I can just warm up the water. Absolutely. Chef Boyardee. I love yes. SpaghettiOs. Absolutely. I could do a beanie weenie. I mean, you can make it botulism, but that's not the point. The point is you're only going to need it for like a couple days. You know? We'll be fine. The harm is, is already done. Good luck out there. That's all I'm saying. So Cal- all of you Californians, I hope y'all stay safe. Uh, please don't go to the beach during this time. That shit is not fun. Stop trying to, ooh, I can go out here and surf on the really bad no, waves. You're going to die. And when you die, you're going to be mad when you wake up dead. Anywho. You're going to be so mad <laughs> when you wake up so dead. Pissed so pissed um what were you talking about another like uh, epidemic situation with regard to opioids you know opioids <laughs> this is your story man it's it sure not mine i was reading about i just think the opioid academic academic uh, words are hard <laughs> i said geology or something the opioid epidemic is still so crazy right right even though i feel like also, sorry, side note. Okay. <laughs> have you seen that show on Netflix, the new show that just came out? With Uza Amaka? Yes. No, I have not, but I heard is it's it called really Painkiller? Yes, Painkiller. It killer. looks really good. Yeah. This is why I was on an opioid Anything kick. Anything with I mean, Uza Amaka, I wasn't on an opioid amazing. kick. I was on a... Amphetamines? 
Well, yes, I am on an amphetamine kick. I meant like an opioid learning kick. Like oh, I was oh. interested in opioids. Anyway, Baltimore. Alyssa doesn't do drugs. I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Well, that spiraled. Sorry. <laughs> Baltimore is yeah. seeing this huge rise in still opioids, mm -hmm. right? There's this new one. It's called Trank with a Q. Mm. But it's this drug that i can't pronounce but basically veterinarians use it to sedate animals it's like a tranquilizer Jeez. and people are using it to like kind of um exacerbate the effects of like fentanyl and other drugs Good but it's causing these crazy oh. wounds and it, a it's fucking up everyone's circulation yeah but it's also causing these like bone deep wounds in people Jesus. so now they have these vans that are kind of set up and they're giving out wound care kits and things like that but mm -hmm. they're just saying like a the smell is so bad which i can only imagine because if you're homeless and using drugs and these wounds are not healing yeah and it's probably not a great smell but they're saying like 70 100 people a day are coming to these vans with Jesus. these crazy ass fucking wounds and they're never gonna heal no Ooh, Jesus. Can, like zombie shit. Doesn't that sound crazy? That's horrible. Yeah. That's absolutely. That's I mean, what I learned about opioids. Opioids are already bad enough, but when you put wounds on top of addiction like that, mm -hmm. on top of homelessness, that's kind of an unfortunate, incurable situation. Yeah. But, okay, let's go back. What is going on in the lives of people that you are having to escape that deep into whatever realm beyond fentanyl. I know. Like that you have to take animal tranquilizers? Do you think it's just because fentanyl is like more widely used now and now people just like need something else? Or, cause I don't know, when did fentanyl become popular? Um, I, I feel like it was the last couple of years, no? I would say maybe the last three years. So no maybe, more than that. Do you think this is just like the natural progression of that's people? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I because it, because fentanyl is the thing that's being like is is fentanyl is being used as a lace in other drugs. Yeah. That's so where are people getting these fucking horse tranquilizers from? Probably PetSmart allegedly. Yep. I'm just saying because you need a prescription for a a, vet, a, a a pet tranquilizer. Fentanyl mixed with it's called. Xylazine, X Y L A Z I N E. It's known as Trank. Xylazine? Uh huh. That's gotta be something you and can get over the counter. And Narcan does not reverse its effects. It could be because it's for a damn horse. Crazy. But but that's but here here's the point about mental health, right? Like again, what are, what are you going through and experiencing in your brain that you have to go so deep into a horse or a cow tranquilizer. Oh no, some fucked like up shit. Like shit. I'm very blessed to not know. But I don't want to know. No, it just seems it's the I don't know. It's the wounds for me. Yeah, that's that's these people really are walking bad. around like whole ass zombies. Well, you know, I think too the and this is not evidence based, but I think the homeless population already has a lot of issues with circulation anyway. Because I remember when I was in PT school. One of my um, professors, I won't say his name because I didn't like him. Anyway, so I'm not going <laughs> to give him any shots You don't get the free That's right. So anyway, he used to go to the homeless shelter all the time, uh, like every weekend pretty much. And so as a part of our volunteer service hours that we had to do for the first two semesters, we went with him to the homeless shelter. And we would pass out meals and stuff. Well, he would go out there and give like free physical therapy and stuff like that. Well, but nice. the, the problem is a lot of people were having complaints with their legs, with their feet specifically, because, mm -hmm. you know, the homeless population you don't have or the unhoused, they don't have shoes readily available socks you know they always say keep a nice 
thick pair of clean socks and stuff like that, dry socks. But um, I think that that's already a big issue. And then you throw uh, decreased circulation on top mm-hmm. of that from the drugs. You you got to, it's already crazy. Aye, aye, aye. That's horrible. But yeah, that's what's going on with that, with the with opioid that. epidemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, speaking of something a little bit lighter and greater, what were you telling me about a restaurant for dementia? Okay, there's this restaurant in Japan. I'll tell you the name. We gotta go there. We gotta go there. I which let's just say there's nothing I like. Mo- oh my god, this girl I went to college with looks so good. Okay, can we focus on the what you call it? Come on, oh, she's yeah. Okay, now people are gonna want to know who is it. I know. We're not gonna tell you. I won't, but I know her and she's beautiful. When she's famous, I'll give her a shout out. Um, give me a second. Do you ever wonder what people use as your like um? your adjectives your identifiers when they're like oh i have this friend she's da 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 they probably say that big black girl because i only say that because the other day was at brunch Mm -hmm. and we were talking about someone and they're like oh man that guy's human trash and i was just thinking like i sure hope my fucking identifier isn't human trash Nah, i wouldn't care it's not my business how you choose to describe me it's not my business damn man i won't try to control it Human trash. Okay, find this thing about this. Uh, okay, I'm going. Five, six, seven, eight. I didn't take my Vyvanse today. Yeah, I, I can tell. There's a restaurant in Tokyo. It's called the Restaurant of Mistaken Orders, and it hires people with dementia, which means your order is going to be for sure fucked up, but it's so nice because all the waiter, waiters and waitresses have dementia, and it gives them something to do, and they still have a job, and everyone's super sweet, and they can, you know, don't go there being a Karen. Please don't yeah, go there being a Yeah, this is not the place to go if you have, like, a food no. allergy. I would no. stay away because it's just not going to go how yeah. you want it to go. But um, I think that's so cool, and it can change. It's like, you know, A, gives them still, like, a quality of life. You can still right. go out there and make a living and work and mm-hmm. have um, interactions, with like, positive interactions with people, but it also right. gives people a chance to interact with people with dementia. Right. You know, and kind of just... Not I think it's a I think normalize it's a, aging because people are, this yeah. this is the oldest group of people we've ever had. People are living older than they've ever lived before. You think so? Yeah, you don't think so? People live till they're like a hundred now. Mm. People have the capability think, to true. live to their a hundred now, true. which they never had before. I think just the younger population is dying much quicker. Yes, but even now, like you know, people come into the hospital and they're like, oh yeah, I'm 60, which like doesn't seem old, <laughs> it's not. but like, you know, uh, 50 years ago, 60 was old. 20 years ago, it was old to me, but now that I'm 20 yeah, years from 60, like, it's people like, didn't, God damn, People didn't 21. used to live as long as they live now. That's why no one had to worry about fucking retirement as much as they do now. Cause what, yeah. you're 60, you have maybe like 20 more years left, you're fine. No, now people live until they're like 96 long fucking time yeah so people are getting like there's more people with dementia there's more people with these you know I think early disorders. onset too yeah i blame the hormones and the chicken i blame stress the but, fact that I, I, I blame society the fact that we have to work a nine-to-five people are stressing because bills are crazy what i want Ow. is a reality show based on this restaurant thank you i'd watch I the would shit love out of that. it and don't tell people that well no you have to tell the people that the restaurant because i want to see how people really react with people with dementia because working with people with dementia is not easy and we know firsthand mm-hmm. because of the industry that we work in and dementia is not a spectrum as much as we like to think <laughs> it is a spectrum it is not uh you either get 
nice and quiet or, or you get aggressive and combative there is no in between in that and sometimes you may get both of those extremes in one session which also i'm like how demented are these people that are working they can't have, be too bad because like they'll just go off the rails i mean they still need to be mobile i mean i don't think they are infantile yet, no but, but just you know. like you know when you get those people who are just like having war flashbacks or Okay, that's PTSD. <laughs> that's not dementia. <laughs> Sometimes they just think they're... A lot of it usually we get is like, they think they need to go to work. They think True. they have to go and do things. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes you get some weird shit. I mean, I had a patient who was just like, you know, I have to go home, I have to cook dinner. And we're like, dude, you're like 88. You're not going home and cooking dinner for your kids. Remember like the patient I had grown. that thought their mom was going to beat them and didn't want me to tell their mom on them? Yes. Like, she like that. Yeah. But, because they're back there age it's like the benjamin button of their mind yeah i'm sure there's like but in reverse people of sound mind around in this restaurant oh you have to be like, of course yeah. of course i mean but you also the, the the employees there who are without dementia they absolutely have to have the patience yeah. of god to be able to work with that many patients with dementia or i'm you know, sure i would love like once a day someone probably just like goes off the rails and goes off on someone i'm quite sure they do like you know i'm quite sure you look like my ex-wife yeah absolutely man I mean, someone make that a show i'd watch it yeah i mean i i think it's but i think it gives the public the general public of all ages an opportunity to see what dementia looks like yeah. because it's not you you come across people and you're just like oh well they're just senile i remember you said we well we because you're young but i'm still young child. too but anyway back in the day we used to always just say people who were older who were starting to lose their minds quote unquote we used to just say oh they're just senile no they're probably undiagnosed with dementia because there's a lot of people who are in their 90s 80s 100 and they are still sharp-witted we've seen those patients yeah. all the time and it's like no that's not senile they some something is off chemically off with this yeah. person so i had a patient with severe dementia yeah. last week S severe mm -hmm. like you know memory yeah. care severe yeah and i go into the room and uh first of all the evs workers at the hospital are hit or miss they're great or they're a little off mm -hmm. okay this one i think was a little off because i walked in the room she's cleaning and this patient doesn't really talk very much and she the evs worker who's in the room is like oh I came in here and she waved me over like this and I went over to ask her what was wrong and she wanted to give me a hug and then she wouldn't let me go. And I was like, why are you hugging on these people in my hospital? <laughs> you don't know anything about this. Like, you don't know. Like you, I just, I wouldn't, oh I wouldn't do God. it cause I've been played before, but more power to you, ma'am. People with dementia got death grips. That's that, all I'm saying. They, they will not let they you go. They are strong. They are strong. They will break your fingers if you let them. Yes. <laughs> just don't do it. Never give them your hand. And I don't know how she was holding her so tight. She's contracted in one arm. So I'm like, she must have a death grip. Yeah. I didn't stick around to find out. Anyway, Jeez. the PCA came in to get vitals and she was like, she's doing so good with you. Cause she had this freaking lock eye on me. And the PCA said, she's doing so good with you. Can you please stay in the room while I do all this? Because she mm -hmm. was kind of combative earlier. I was like, yeah, that's fine. She's just watching me, watching me, watch me. She's being quiet. We're doing pretty good. And I'm like, all right, let me do my evaluation. I go to start moving her. She literally goes, like this. <laughs> let her catch. She clawed her hands and grabbed down on my hand. Why are people always trying to tear your skin off? I don't know. Specifically. And I like, right as she was going to claw, she barely got me and I slipped my hand out. Did she scratch her? 
No. Oh, I wasn't getting that. Hell no. I got right out of there with a freaking ninja reflex. <laughs> and I tucked her back up in the blanket and I said, that will be enough of and that. And OT's done for the and day. And we're done. But yeah, there's a point where it gets a little. Well, I had a patient this week too. Myself and one of the OTs, we went to go see this guy and he's been having some eye issues and stuff like that. Or he had some eye issues because he's no longer there at the hospital. Because um, he got transferred. He didn't die. Oh, Jesus Lord. Anyway, and so we went that. to go see him. And so, of course, he's like agreeable. Like, yeah, yeah, we can do the evaluation. Awesome. So as we tell this man to get to the side of the bed, we start moving him. He's, what are you doing? <laughs> and we're like, didn't you just agree to get up? And he's like, get off of me. Get off. You're hurting me. You're hurting me. And we're like, we're not yeah, like touching six you. feet away and he's just like you're out it hurts it hurts and we're just like um yeah i don't think we're getting to the chair today so then we tried to see him again the next day and he did the same exact thing we were like are you agreeable to get up and he's just like yeah yeah let's do it and as soon as we tried to get him ah you're hurting me get off me <laughs> of course everybody in the icu is looking like what the hell are y'all doing with this patient nothing we're just standing here and he's screaming to the top of his lungs uh, do not reconsult <laughs> until he's able to actively participate please one of the other otrs the other day said she had this very sweet lady with dementia and she was just kind of the lady was telling her like oh, i need to pay my rent and she was like oh okay yeah. yeah and she was like what or she's asking what day is it and she was like i need to pay my rent and how much is it and Rins was like uh five hundred dollars <laughs> she was like oh man that's a lot okay i'll pay i was like man it's so hard not to be like oh man you gotta pay your rent today's the day pay up you gotta go let's go walk to you know what i would use it as an i would use it as a perfect opportunity as a pt to be like miss johnson we gotta go to the rental office let's go walk to the rental office and i just like, walk you behind around your rent is seven hundred thousand dollars it's due today don't give her a heart attack goddamn <laughs> it'll be horrible yeah patients I'm like, with dementia, cash only thank exactly. you exactly patients with dementia it's very uh they are a hit or a miss but you have to have a lot of patients usually with patients they're with sweet I feel they like are. for the most part they're very sweet um, but when they're not they're not they're not they're just they're not. yeah it will strike at you very quickly. Uh, what were you talking about, Britney Spears? Speaking of striking down some stuff. Britney Spears. We are a Britney Spears stand podcast listen, over here. That's what I'm saying. We support Britney Spears. Yes, we do. Allegedly separating from her fiance, boyfriend, husband, Sam. Husband, yeah. Um, allegedly divorcing. Allegedly divorcing, which sad. But also something always seemed very off about that relationship Mm -hmm. so i don't know you know like this is the this relationship has been like when she's doing the weird dances on instagram and she looks gone in the eyes she never pulls her draws like all the way up I'm she, like, can does, you stop she doing likes that? a low rider panty but that's not cute this is not 1997 uh, she in her head you know how they say people who use drugs heavily stop aging at the age where they start using drugs their brain yeah yeah I agree. it's giving that she's still thinking she, oh baby, it, baby. yes she's very still much there. yeah i agree very much I agree. um i do think she had a sound prenup though which holler we want prenup i wonder if the conservators did that i know something i don't think, think he's amazing. getting jack shit which he shouldn't he shouldn't but that girl has had so much taken away from her fuck you Fe kevin featherline anyway anyway that's crazy so she's getting divorced yep sad she's had a lot going on this year what were you talking about uh michael jackson michael jackson but michael speaking Jordan's. of marriages yeah supposedly larsa pippen and marcus jordan are looking for wedding venues and marcus jordan if you guys didn't know is michael My jordan's son. son and larsa pippen is the ex-wife of scotty pippen and scotty pippen and michael jordan are enemies best friends well they used to be yeah, yeah. they're close enough for that to all be fucking weird yeah it's yeah that's really she saw weird. him she saw marcus jordan grow up which is weird that's what i'm saying what like, is what the age difference doing? 
let's see. See, when a woman does it, though, it's weird. But when a man does well, it, it's expected. It's just weird because they're so close, like, family-wise. The family, yeah, 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 exactly. And, yeah. Okay, hold on, hold please. These episodes all over the place. I want to say he's in his 30s and she's in his 40s, or in her 40s. Okay, that's not bad. That's not too But bad. if you grew up knowing... Hey, Miss Pippin. He's 32 and she's 48. Quick math, that is 16 years. That's not bad. 16 years is almost 20 years. But if a man, if if the man were 48. It's not weird because of their sex No, I know. It's no, 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 weird. I understand. It's, it's weird because she watched him grow up as a young yeah. man. And it's like, yeah. are, you, are, are you on some pedophilia yeah. type shit? Because were you looking at him like that when he was a kid? It's very strange. Exactly. Yeah. True. I think he's. I think they're both just doing that just to piss off Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan. Probably, honestly. yeah. That's really what I think it is. I wonder what she got in that divorce. To Scotty, Scotty um, already didn't have a lot allegedly. Let's see. Because he was severely underpaid. Because remember during one of the playoffs, he was like he was in renegotiation. He was like, "Fuck no, fuck this contract. Unless y'all pay me more, allegedly, um, I'm not playing." Which I don't think. Yeah. Ironclad divorce. This can get cut now. I, this is why I need to take my medication. That's okay. The people love it. They love when we have um, conversations with each other off track. They got back together in 2017 and called off their $120 million split. Yeah, probably because he couldn't afford it. They filed for divorce. It doesn't say how much she got, but fuck. That's crazy. I mean, Michael Jordan doesn't seem to be the type of father who just let like pays for everything for his kids he's just mm-hmm. like nah you're gonna get it out of the mud like i did bitch. well even did you see the other day they i think we talked about it too he was the paparazzi was following michael jordan and they're like what do you think do, or like do you like larsa and marcus and he was like no i just think he, that man is a grown man he's 32 years old stop yeah. asking his daddy what y'all think about his relationship because he clearly don't care so let it go that's true paparazzi's weird i was watching your mm-hmm. favorite family the other day the kardashians oh jesus and uh can't go one episode without can't go one episode but kim and or kylie and kendall they were just talking about random shit and they're like yeah the paparazzi used to yell at us like hey little sluts you're gonna have a sex tape like your sister like hey little whore like all of this shit when they were 16 i was like these people are wild You, you know what paparazzi are paparazzi are basically sorry paparazzi are basically um the people in the comment section yeah that's true who are just like, I'm unfollowing you. <laughs> do it. Why do you have to announce that? Just do it already. Just do it. I don't like this outfit on you. And I think you need to pair your jeans with a red shirt and not Shut a white up. shirt. Like that's what the paparazzi is just to get a reaction. And it's just like, you see why people get their cameras damaged. And I'm like, y'all pay mm-hmm. too much for these goddamn cameras to be doing all that kind of bullshit. Like True. it's just stupid. It's so dumb. I tell you what else is dumb. Mortgage rates. Yo, these are the highest mortgage rates since 2002. What's the latest one that like? Uh, I think like 7.04% or something. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. They're trying to stop inflation. I don't think it's working. It's but. not working. Well, I heard that Um, I've been hearing and kind of seeing on social media that some uh, leases for rent have been going down. Like people's rent has been going down a little That's bit. Good. Which is great, but I'm just like I, I think if the mortgage companies come down, that there's gonna be a lot of foreclosures if they don't come on down. Yeah, like that's horrible. I think that they said the number of delinquent mortgages is down. Like it's the lowest it's been in a long time. Oh, that's good. Because so many people got low mortgage rates 
during pa- during the, the pandemic, pandemic yeah. but that shit seven percent is insane. that's a lot that's like one of my student loans <laughs> oh jesus grad school student loans, dude. they're crazy it was one of my friends shouts out to her whatever anyway she actually just texted me today and was like hey i'm just calling let you know my, all my loans got you know forgiven you should check your email ain't, ain't, ain't got ain't got one ain't. i need to Joy ain't sent me nothing yet i need to figure out We'll, we'll figure that. it out off, off here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. we got things to figure. Uh, I'll tell you what else is going on that's crazy as far as rates is concerned. Well, we might be getting some money, especially if you're an Apple user. So y'all know how a few years ago people were um, talking about how every time a new Apple product comes out, how their phones start to go a little slower. And so Apple allegedly admitted that, well, yeah, we do slow down the batteries for yeah, the new products, y'all you freaking know. phonies, fakes, liars. Yeah. We knew allegedly, y'all were doing that shit. Uh, allegedly guess what? Did it. My ass was having to go out and upgrade my damn phone. Exactly. So I held out. But also, here- would you think, would you agree that upgrading your phone and having to pay like payments on wasn't a thing until Apple was making these expensive ass phones? Yes. Why well, don't like I this. remember when I was in college, I used to pay outright for my phones. Like phones like 50 were not. Bucks. Okay, no, that was no. a cheap jitterbug. But okay. I do, I do remember at one point, I used to go and pay like three or four hundred dollars all at once for a phone. And you would just get the phone. And you would get the phone, and it would be yours it forever. Was your phone. And then when you wanted to upgrade, you went and got another three hundred, or they will offer you a certain amount to, to trade it in. The sidekick when it came out was like two ninety nine ninety nine. Yes, like exactly. So the fact that now you're paying like. Fifteen hundred dollars for or a something phone is crazy, insane. and then people are getting that every single year. They're getting a new phone, which again, you're only paying like Wacky. twenty to thirty dollars per month on your cell phone plan. But still, like you should be able to own the phone outright. But you're playing like to me. I, that's why I don't get rid of my iPhone because I'm just like, this is a whole ass camera. Mm-hmm. Like I can use this to record. I can use it to, you know, edit. I can do all these different things. So a I'm just like weapon. True that too, you but never know. apparently. Um, Apple allegedly lost its lawsuit this past week. And so they've been ordered to pay, um, I think about $500 million out to Apple subscribers and people who have app, uh, iPhones. So you have to go on whatever their website is. I don't know. I don't have that information because um, I haven't gone on it yet. But anyway, so apparently they were saying that if everybody claims it, um, you're pretty, pretty much going to get anywhere between 50 to $65 uh, a piece. Out so. Millions of Apple customers to get up to $90. Okay. Well, an iPhone battery gate settlement. Battery gate. That's, I'm that, they are coming out with names for every little thing. That is a sick and twisted thing to do, and I'm glad y'all got caught. I mean, I think they already... They, listen, Steve Cook, Steve Jobs, what? Steve Cook? Steve Jobs. <laughs> Whoever you are. He did that. You could tell he did that <laughs> shit a lot of times. That man was grimy. But anyway, This allegedly. is in the same vein. It's like the batteries on the Apple phones, the fact that Uber will charge you more for a car if your phone battery's dying. Now that's crazy. And like DoorDash will charge you more to deliver in certain areas. All that kind of shit. It ain't right. Okay. Well, I agree with not delivering in certain areas because you'll get robbed. (laughs) (laughs) That's insurance. Okay. That's security. I don't blame it. Or no, but I think they like charge you more if you're in a wealthier neighborhood. Oh, well, they're ta- then they can pay it. the rich. Well, they can pay it as they should because they don't pay taxes nowhere else, allegedly. So, but I'll be doing crazy. some shady shit out there. Uh, anything else we need to talk about before we go into what we're watching or the rehab corner? This is like inconsequential and you probably won't know who I'm talking about, but do you know Ashley Tisdale? Oh, my man. The what? Yes, I know Ashley Tisdale. She's married to the Muffin Man. <laughs> do you know Austin Butler? Yes. Okay. Do you know how? Vanessa Hutchins and Austin Butler dated for a long time. Yeah. Okay. And then recently, 
well, they were, they not divorced, but they were separate, mm -hmm. fucking broke up, whatever yeah. it's called. And he like, she was the one who told him he should play Elvis. He ends up going to play Elvis. Mm -hmm. He like snubs her, never really talks about her. It was just like really shitty, the things that he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Ashley Tisdale and Vanessa Hutchins were friends for a long time. Mm -hmm. Ashley Tisdale always posts about Austin Butler and it's so weird to me because your best friend broke up with him and then he was treating her really fucking shitty for a while. So they're clearly not friends right now. It doesn't seem like it. Mm. I just needed to talk about that with someone. Because okay. I keep seeing it. I'm like, isn't that fucking weird to anybody else that she keeps posting him and that's supposed to be her best friend? It's like the whole Selena Gomez and Hailey Bieber thing. Oh, not, yeah. I don't think really, they're but, friends. But oh, but no. it is kind of like how she's supposed to be friends with Gigi, but then Selena was out with Zayn and everyone thought they were dating and that's Gigi's baby daddy. Yeah. That's not so proper. I know life so barbara bar lives so yeah that's all i needed to talk about thanks for listening have you been watching anything i just watched hmm i started jack ryan mm -hmm. which i'd never watched before the one oh, with john chris chris gans yeah. god damn it john I know, I know you know about. jim yeah. from the office yep. i watched uh red white and royal blue which is um i, I read... didn't have time to watch all this stuff uh i watch it while i'm doing other stuff so i like half ass watch it i guess child okay um or i watch it and i fall asleep and then i wake up and watch it again cool beans what if i was like i watch it when i run on the treadmill an hour every day i wouldn't believe you i wouldn't yeah but it sounds good you running for an hour no, i should I do that that's something i should be doing um and i think that's it interesting what about I'm just slowly making sure that those are the only things. Uh, the only thing I watched, I finished The Witcher, the, the whole season uh, three. It was actually really good. You can tell it's going to be, well, we talked about that last time. It's part four. Uh, I really haven't watched anything else, honestly. Like this week was, it was good until it wasn't on Thursday. Thursday, everything went Thursday to was a perfect day for you to watch something. It was, but I was literally busy. on the toilet. I was pretty busy. Do you remember that video of that hour. lady who's like sitting on a toilet? Mm -mm, mm -mm. Sitting, sitting on, on a toilet, toilet. Mm -mm, that's a throwback mm -mm. yeah no i um yeah and then friday i was literally stuck in the bed all day i was i couldn't even i was so weak i was like jesus lord this is weak ridiculous in the knees i can hardly speak man i lost all control and something um, came over me i did watch the news the new episodes of that show lioness with zoe saldana oh okay still good it's still, still good. really that's good awesome. uh, 10 10 recommend everyone go out and watch it that's awesome um but that is it that's all I got. Cool beans. Well, last thing I want to talk about, I want to talk about a uh, real quickly, uh, failure in therapy. Well, okay. A quick little rehab uh, story. So I had this patient this week, um, and Alyssa and I were talking before we started actually recording about how um, it's not funny, but it's very interesting when patients don't take the advice of the experts who do this every day. Uh -huh. And we are we are advocates, but we always tell our patients, advocate for yourself, ask the questions, don't just believe everything we say, but then don't question us either. So... <laughs> Don't believe your other medical professionals, yes. but you can believe me. You can trust your PTs and OTs because we're always right. We're never going to steer you wrong, allegedly. Anyway, so I had this one patient this week who came in. He was an AKA um, middle-aged guy, whatever. And so he was just very adamant about not going to rehab, which is understandable. A lot of patients don't want no to go to rehab. No one wants to go to rehab. Exactly. Except for people go who home. don't need rehab. Exactly. Y'all love going to rehab. It's like y'all are walking 500 feet, no assistive device, and you're like, I, I need I to go, go to a sniff. Yeah. Exactly, because they're lonely. So anyway, this guy, he's a, an above the knee amputation. And so, you know, I was explaining to him about like, he's been having a lot, of a lot of falls at home. And so he was just like, well, I want to try crutches because I don't feel like the walker that I'm using is actually 
like safe or whatever because I keep falling. And I'm like, well, it could be because you're impulsive, but also too, your body forgets <laughs> that you're an amputee now. And so yeah. people wake up in the middle of the night all the time and they still think they have a leg or an arm or whatever it's been amputated. And it's like, no, you literally don't have that because you still feel it and you have the phantom pain and all that stuff. Long story short, I went into his room and I was like, okay, I'm going to try you out on crutches, see how it goes. Cause he was like, I know how to use crutches. I use crutches when I was a football player back in the day. And I'm like, okay, that's very different to being an amputee. Long story short, I go in and we take one step with the crutches after I've given him all this verbal instruction, the demonstration, mm-hmm. everything. As soon as he takes the one step, he's like, I don't think I'm ready for crutches. No shit. And I'm like, no, no, no. Go, take another step. He takes a second step. He's like, no, I, 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 don't, I don't think I'm ready for crutches. And then you have to be like, oh, really? No. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. The yeah. Thing, well, bleh. the thing is, I, it, I was happy that he failed at it to a degree because it like because he was completely deflated after that and i had to tell him i was yeah. like listen i said don't di- get discouraged this is your first time being on crutches since you've had an amputation but you, i fucking told you but but no but i'm glad you yes but i'm also glad that you did it so you know what it feels like to be on these crutches so you know what the expectation is and how much more you need to build up your strength which is why you need to go to rehab. therapy mm-hmm. like it's gonna always go back to you needing to go to rehab and go you know to get stronger and whatnot but i think there's this kind of brick wall that patients get to where they look at what we do as pts and ot's and they're just like oh well this shit is easy you're just giving me simple exercises and i'm like well do you know why i'm giving you these exercises because if you're not doing the exercises that we're telling you to do you're not going to get stronger and then if you don't get stronger you're not going to be able to mobilize and move around as you normally would but I, i i sometimes like when patients fail at what they think they can do because it shows them that what we do is actually skillful one of the hardest parts of this job is having to stand here like this mm-hmm. and see them struggle and you yeah. have to let them fail because you're like, they're yeah. never going to fucking believe me unless they do this. Exactly. Fail. Exactly. Which is why I took the crutches in there. And I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> I was like, I said, sir, I got the gate belt on you. You're not going to fall because I'm not going to, I'm not doing extra paperwork today. I'm, you're not going to fall. But you, I know you, and I didn't tell him you are going to fail. I was just like, I was his biggest cheerleader. Let's do it. Let's try it. You're, you're pumped. Let's do it. Here I, for you. I got faith in you, sir. All I was doing was manipulating you to show you that you're going to fail. But guess what? Mm-hmm. You're still going to be able to get it but and part of that was too because he tried to leave ama the day before and was like just give me the crutches and i'm like no you need to show you need to fail and you need to see that you're failing with this in order for you to understand how much more help you actually need so sometimes it's it's a good thing when patients actually fail at what they're doing it's nice when they can see it it's so hard when you have that freaking hard-headed ass annoying i got it i got it and you're like okay do it Oh, you'll see. Pretty much. Okay, try. Yeah. Man, people really think they'd be knowing. I'm like, you caught, like, you, they called me in here. This is my whole job. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you know, I I know this is your job, but well, then if you know, shut the fuck up. Let (laughs) me do my job. Yeah. It's just like, okay. And then they tell you, they start to tell you all these stories about, I've been going to rehab for these many years and I've been doing this and this and this and that. And I'm like, (laughs) I get it. I totally My get it. My favorite is when they're in the hospital for a fall or something and you go in and ask them how they've been getting up from moving. They're like, well, well, let me, let me show you how I do it at home. And it's the most like convoluted, like crawling on the floor, crawl, like crawling over the bed, over a cabinet to get to a chair, to flip yourself over, to throw yourself. I'm like, this is why you're here. Why are you doing it? So unsafe. So, so unsafe. unsafe. Every time I'm like, I have to let you like, okay, show me. Yeah. But I think also too, it gave me an opportunity to explain to him who he is as an amputee because i think a lot of times people brush over the fact of 
this is a new normal for you. Yeah. And this is a new body that you're not accustomed to. And so it's scary and it, you know, it's uncomfortable, but the quicker you realize this reality that you're in, the, the quicker you're actually going to heal from it and be able to move forward. Because if you still keep thinking, Oh, I have a leg, I have this. And you keep operating in that way. You're going to keep falling and then keep coming back into the hospital and getting washouts. And then, you know, you're going to be a hip dysartic at, at a certain point if you keep doing that. But I think also too, it just, it, it helped me to help him because he was just like, I know this is going to sound crazy, but I still feel like I have a foot. And I was like, yeah, yeah. because your nerve endings are still there. They didn't yeah. cut those all out. They're just balled up and, at the bottom of your residual limbs. So I'm like, that's normal. But I told him I was, you know, just trying to give him some tips and tricks, you know, doing the mirror and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff to, to visualize whatever. But he needed to fail at that. Um, and it was a successful failure so that he understood, number one, where he was and how far he needs to go based off what he wants to look like. The tricky thing about amputees is when they're still very mobile, like when they're yes. really mobile before and it was just like a quick, yeah, little ampu- not a little amputation, but... It was a clean, yeah, quick yeah, yeah, thing yeah. that was coming. Because they're just like, let's fucking do it. Let's get up. Because mm-hmm. your whole life just changed. You just lost your leg. True. And like you, I think a lot of them are still kind of embarrassed and haven't taken the time to grieve their leg. Mm-hmm. And they just are kind of like, let's just keep going. We're just going to keep moving. Right, right. And it's hard because if you are actually able to still kind of move, mm-hmm. now the the hard part is slowing you down. Yes. And instead of like, you know, you being debilitated to the point where you can barely move and it's working you back up you can see that you can't move you feel very weak Mm -hmm. those motherfuckers will just get up and start trying to swing their body around you're like can you slow it down they are so impulsive and you're just like i'm just gonna let you fall i'm just gonna i'm gonna (laughs) fucking let you fall because you you're not listening well i I can do this oh no you you know everything mr johnson you go right ahead and then as soon as as, and then again as soon as i let you go and you fail then you're just like okay well fine we'll do it your way (laughs) <laughs> it it takes one time of you stepping that damn foot down that ain't there anymore. Yeah. One time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And it's like, yeah, yeah there's, there's, nothing, no, there. there's nothing there. I'm like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to help you. And I get it. It's, it's an adjustment. It's an adjustment for you. It's an adjustment for your family. But the, the reality is slow the fuck down. And they're just like, so when do I get my prosthetic next week? Okay. Oh. Okay. No. And I, I wish there was like, um, rehab psychologist if you're a rehab psychologist out there please let us know Hmm. we need more rehab psychologists to help people through these types of issues like when you need to mourn your uh, your old body and now you're stuck in this new body and you can't do anything about it yeah you know i.e the the interim portion of an of an amputee when you're waiting for everything to heal to then you be able to get a prosthetic because that us telling them a lot of times they just don't get it you know what we really need is a really good acute care therapy show reality tv show yes and we should executive produce it and be writers on it yeah i'll even give you my services for the first season i'll let you follow me in the hospital these okay, you got to pay me so still. Ten, ten. They would all recommend me. I get glowing yeah. reviews. Well, you got to put me at a different hospital because I need a high acuity. Yeah. Okay. I would. We'll I would have to one. be at a level one trauma center. Oh, I hate trauma. Why? That's fun. Ugh. Because they're like, oh, they're non-weight bearing on every limb. True. I hate that. Figure it out. (laughs) Non-weight bearing on the right, non-weight bearing on the left. What the fuck do you want me to do with them? I'm like, okay. Edge of bed exercises. That's all we're doing. I'm like, how are your fingers doing? Exactly. Yeah. Let's just sit up at the edge of the bed. That way so people know what the fuck we do. We should. Listen, we're going to create that. I'd watch it. 
it, it's fun and i think it, from the, the viewpoint of the ancillary staff nobody has ever done that before so mm-hmm. i think it'll be fun like a mix between scrubs the and office. the office and yes. then a real life actual medical show er or something but real yeah yeah yeah. absolutely <laughs> definitely there you go i mean That's we can make it scripted i think doing script no nah, you can't fake clonus and shit no. <laughs> 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 no i'm serious you can't remember we tried to do that in, in school i'm quite sure you did it in ot school i definitely did it in PT all right school. the show's already canceled sorry no, no, I'm saying. Nope. yep no i'm sorry no, but I'm, I'm saying if, if it was scripted but we use people with real disabilities <laughs> like real actors with disabilities yeah. i think that'll be great because it gives them an opportunity to work as well too clonus was just such a no, because I re- such an example. No, I just remember one of my classmates trying to like replicate colonists, and I was—I no. just told my professor, I was like, "You can't. That's just not working." Like, fuck. even when they would be like, "Okay," in transfer lab, when they're like, "You're a total assist. You can't. You can't." Because if I that. feel that person trying to drop me, uh, your writing reactions are there. Exactly. It can't be I, a total. You can't fake spasticity. No. You can't fake any of that shit unless you're malingering. But and then still, you still can't even do it. That's why we know you're malingering. <laughs> anyway, neither here nor there. Anything anyway, else we talk about? Tune in to the our show in the yes, fall. It'll it's air. called Borders and bullshit anyway <laughs> anywho uh thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the face off of Fleming and Fowler we definitely do appreciate y'all it's gonna be an amazing week on purpose yeah. and amazing week on purpose y'all remember to spread love spread light and don't forget to, to laugh, laugh your, your face, face off thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the face off with Fleming and it's Fowler don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms Instagram Facebook Twitter and YouTube at the face off be sure to tune in to the face off every Tuesday when new episodes are released Thank <laughs> you.